Aloha and Mele Kalikimaka. Merry Christmas and welcome to this special Christmas edition of the English 2.0 podcast. My name is Al and thank you so much for joining me. This is our Christmas special edition and I'm so excited to bring it here to you today. So, hope you are all having a wonderful holiday season. And today we have a really, really special episode because, you know, looking back at the year, I was able to interview and talk to some of the best teachers, the best English teachers on planet Earth. It was my privilege to interview them and try to bring to you all their wisdom and their best tips and teachings and bring them to you right here on the English 2.0 podcast. And it was certainly amazing. And I'm so happy to be able to have done that. And today, what I've done is gone back and condensed their best tips and will bring them to you here right in this episode today. Now, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to the full interviews for their of course, full wisdom and knowledge. But this is going to be a power-packed episode for you here. And don't miss the end. We have a special appearance at the end as well. All right, so you're going to hear from, again, some of the best English teachers in the world. And they'll introduce themselves so you'll be able to hear who they are. We'll have a special appearance at the end. And before we get started quickly, please be sure to get your 25 hot idioms for 2021. You can do that by going to alsensei.com forward slash idioms. Again, alsensei.com forward slash idioms. And I'll have a link to that in the show notes as well as the original interviews from all of these amazing teachers. And also, this is our second year of doing this, so don't be, uh, don't forget, I should say, to go back to last year's Christmas special and hear that power-packed episode as well. All right, so without any further ado, let's get to our best tips of the year from our amazing teachers, and here they are. So it's my great pleasure to welcome Luke Thompson to the podcast today. Luke, how are you? I'm fine. Hi, Al. Thanks for inviting me on. It's very nice to be on your podcast. Well, the pleasure is all mine. Thank you for joining. And Luke, uh, if you don't know by now, is the host of a very famous podcast called Luke's English Podcast, as well as his website, teacherluke.co.uk. So thank you for joining us, Luke. And um, we're really happy to have you here. It's really nice to talk to you. Luke, how can I improve my English? How do you respond to that? I would say to that person, well... I would say start small, you know, just try to practice and use English every day. Don't worry about the learning the whole language, okay? Just take it one step at a time. How do you eat an elephant? You eat it one spoon at a time. And my, the student goes, but, but teacher, I don't want to eat an elephant. I want to learn English. I'm like, yeah, I know, it's just a metaphor. Anyway, so you take it one step at a time, okay? How do you eat a pizza? You eat it one one piece at a time you don't stuff the whole pizza in your mouth in one go right how do you climb a mountain you don't do it in one step and the student's just confused at this point like what do you mean pizzas mountains i don't understand how do i learn english okay 
So try and do it step by step, little by little. Try and do regular practice, uh, active practice. So that means actually speaking and writing when you're learning language. Try to, you know, listen to my podcast. If you like it, you can keep listening to it. If you don't like it, then, you know, that's a pity. Um, But you could, you know, you have to find something to listen to every day. Find something to read regularly. Um, Speak so that hopefully you'll find a speaking partner, but you can do it on your own. You might feel crazy, but you can talk on your own. It's all right. And if the men in white coats come to take you away, just tell them that Luke said it was all right. Okay, (laughs) so that you see, I've said it's all right. Um, And um, uh, find your own motivation for learning it. Think about why you really need to learn English. Think about how your life will be better when you're able to, to speak English and keep that in mind. Be willing to make mistakes and learn from them but make sure you do learn from them and realize that you know your brain is is sort of like an organism which is i don't know if designed is the right word but it is a language learning machine and you need to just provide it with the right conditions um you know like a bit a bit like the way a plant grows it needs nutrition it needs light it needs water similarly your english needs motivation it needs practice you know, and it needs um, it needs a positive outlook. Um, so I would say so. Step one is hmm. This, here, borrow this book, and I give them some interesting book to read, and then I'll say, listen to this podcast. This is episode one of my podcast, and uh, tomorrow make sure that you sit with this student, and you can do lots of speaking practice with that person. And then talk to me again tomorrow and tell me if anything's different. And write, write, write me a little diary entry. Write a diary every day, even if nobody reads it. Just write a diary, one page, describing how you felt and what you did that day and write it in English. Even if nobody reads it, it's very, very good practice to just produce English, get that productive muscle going. It doesn't have to be perfect. This is another thing that people assume. Like, I can't practice English if I'm not already good at it well you can you just practice getting it all wrong for a while and just get comfortable with producing it um and um it will come you know as the more you are exposed to english the more you get a sense of what it sounds like and what it looks like and how it fits together and you can start to judge your own english there you go okay that's my advice So I'd like to welcome Vanessa to the show. She's from speakenglishwithvanessa.com. Welcome. How are you? Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's awesome to have you. And um, um, I noticed you have a, uh, an ebook, uh, your top five tip. Let me get the exact title. I don't want to mess it up. So five steps to becoming a confident English speaker. So um, we don't have to go over all five, but maybe what, what is one key step or one key thing you'd recommend for people to become a more confident English speaker? Sure. One of the steps in the ebook that I mentioned is to find information or material that you enjoy because we're adults. We're not going to uh, do something necessarily for a long term if we're unless we're like really forced to do it. We do stuff because we enjoy it and we want to do it. And if you, even if you need to learn English and it's a requirement for like a job or travel visas or whatnot, the best way to actually learn it is to have a good time. (laughs) So if there's 
Uh, there's so many resources, this podcast, my YouTube channel, tons of other stuff. But if one thing really resonates with you or touches you or interests you more than something else, stick with that. Maybe it's, you know, watching soccer or I guess football as the rest of the world says with like mm-hmm. an English broadcast. Cool. Do that. Don't feel like you have to follow the more traditional path of just studying you know, grammar, verb tenses or whatnot. Some people really love that. So (laughs) no problem if you love that, but if it's something that you enjoy, that's going to be helping you to stick with it in the long run and not just study English for like one week and then quit. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Great. And perfectly uh, in line with the English 2.0 message. That's the the English 2.0 podcast message, which is level up. Yeah. Level up your learning. You don't have to stick with the old textbooks, level it up and yeah, find alternative ways of learning and leveling up your yeah, language and that, leveling up your life. Yeah, yeah, it's a big deal for a lot of us, like even the younger generation, even younger than me. I'm not that young, <laughs> but they're still learning with uh, in the more traditional mm-hmm. style. And I think for people like you and me who have been teaching this new mindset for a while of yeah, there's so many other ways to learn a language that are enjoyable. We're kind of swimming in those waters and thinking about that a lot, but a lot of people have never thought about that before. So it's, it can be really relieving for English learners to realize, oh, it's not just me. I'm not just bad at a language. It's because that style was not good. And I think it's really helpful. Sometimes I feel like everybody knows that everybody knows that there's better ways to learn, to learn English, but to keep talking about that is important because Mm -hmm. it's not common knowledge for a lot of people. So it can give a lot of hope. Absolutely. And is perhaps good for, you know, taking exams and things like that. But when, you know, people, when I think you and I talk to our students, it's more, Hey, people want to connect with others in the real world. It's not just take the test and pass. Right. So yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, And so Thanks for that uh, awesome tip. If they want to get the others, how can they get a hold of your free ebook? Yeah, they can just go to my website. There's a link for the ebook, speakenglishwithvanessa.com, or I think speakenglishwithvanessa.com slash free ebook <laughs> is mm-hmm. one of those as well. But yes, it's almost at the end of it's at the end of almost all of my YouTube videos or in the okay. description of all my YouTube videos too. <laughs> all right. So no excuse guys, really easy to find. Just go to speakenglishwithvanessa.com, watch any of her YouTube videos and you can get access to that free book with uh, four more awesome tips to become a confident English speaker. So it is my pleasure to introduce you to none other than Coach Shane from letsmasterenglish.com. And the Let's Master English podcast, as well as the Daily English Expression podcast, uh, Daily Easy English Expression podcast. Welcome, Shane. How are you today? Great. Thank you very much, Al. It's great to talk to you. Yeah, I'm so happy to have you. You have uh, a teaching philosophy, and it's called, if you can say it, you can hear it. Can you explain what you mean by that? Yeah, and this goes back to uh, when I started teaching like I said, my students, for the most part, if they read a sentence, they were fine. They could completely understand it. But when somebody said the sentence, if they didn't have the words, if they didn't have subtitles, for example, they couldn't hear it. Even really simple, basic sentences. Um, and that's 
all tied up in pronunciation. Not for everybody, but at least 80% of the people, the biggest problem with their listening skills is their pronunciation. They want to say, I don't know. But of course, nobody says that. We say, I don't know. And sometimes we even say, I don't know. So <laughs> this is the type of thing that I, I teach. And, and I get the students, okay, just repeat after me. Don't say, I don't know. Say, I don't know. And then they say it. And then I play the you know, audio or a video again, and they completely hear it. And this builds a type of confidence in them. And it actually really helps their uh, listening skills. There's a lot of tricks involved. But anyway, that's the basic fundamental thing is if you can say it like the native speaker, then you can hear it. Now, the problem is you got guys in Texas, you got guys in New York, you got or actually that's Boston. You got guys in <laughs> Wisconsin, you got guys in the country. So there's a lot of different speaking styles. But if you can tune in to that, so to speak, frequency and you can kind of imitate and mimic exactly how they're speaking, your English listening is just going to open up and, and suddenly these mystery conversations are going to be something uh, much easier to understand. Right. So that's right. why I say if you can say it, you can hear it. If you can say it like the native speaker, then you're going to be able to hear it. Yeah, that's great. I totally agree. And so important. Uh, you taught in Korea, right? South Korea? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and I, um, I'm not terribly familiar with uh, the Korean, typical Korean student, but I, I was in Japan for quite a while, and I, I'm, you know, I'm going to assume that they're fairly similar. Uh, in this aspect, which is, you know, in Japan, the typical student, their, their pronunciation in English wasn't great. It was one of the one of the more challenging points. However, in their schooling, they never, ever learn pronunciation. Nobody ever teaches them about pronunciation and they don't ever work on it. And so as I started to find that out and I was teaching at a conversation school originally, I made it one of my key points to always focus on pronunciation and natural sounding English because I think that's what they really wanted, but they weren't really getting it. Completely agree. I like to tell my students there's, there's kind of like two things. You have to be careful when it comes to pronunciation. There's kind of two aspects. There's the way the native speaker speaks, where we do all the cancellation and the linking and the blending and things like that. But then there's the proper way of speaking And this dawned on me once when uh, I was actually, uh, I, I worked in television and I was doing a, an interview and I was listening to this, uh, he was a Korean American, and I was listening to him give a speech in Korean. And I was kind of smiling to myself because I could pretty much understand everything he said because his words were so, pronunciation was just perfect and it was quite slow and i said to my producer who was a, a korean guy i said wow my korean must sound like that and he my producer said are you crazy his korean is perfect it's impeccable he sounds so intelligent and it dawned on me oh my god yes when you're teaching you know there's two types of english pronunciation There's the way the typical guy, the neighbor, your friend, or a typical conversation is just going to roll off the tongue. But when you're actually giving a presentation, when you're actually getting serious, or maybe when you're yelling at somebody, you got to really clean up the 
pronunciation. So I like to tell my students, you know, let's go ahead and practice how Americans say it. But please remember, when you are speaking, you don't necessarily want to sound like a gangsta. You might want to <laughs> sound like a, a pretty smart, intelligent person. And the cleaner your pronunciation is, the more intelligent you're going to sound. Now, you can relax and start saying, I don't know. But if you say, I don't know, that sounds very clean, very succinct. And of course, you have to watch whether it sounds rude. But you, know, you understand my point. Uh, there are two types of pronunciation that students, I really think, need to, to watch. And like you said, it's so important. And I think a lot of students really need that. And eventually, they need exposure to both. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's a very good point, you know, and something I didn't really think about much before. Yeah, definitely. And so I'm sure a lot of students are thinking, well, that's great, uh, Coach Shane, but how do I go about improving that? What, or what can I do to address that? So do you have any tips on, you know, how can people just start if, you know, they're looking to start doing that? What can they do? Just simple things, uh, simple tips that they can use to get started with that to help their pronunciation. Absolutely. Obviously, number one, the most important thing, and I know it's not possible for a lot of people, is to have a coach or a teacher work with you. But let's skip that one. Um, if you're all on your own, you want to do it by yourself, there's a couple things you can do. Number one, when it comes to pronunciation, throw away your dictionary. Don't use it. Go to Google, go to uh, the internet where they have audio dictionaries. You can click on any word. You can get a British style pronunciation, an American style pronunciation, and they are actually very good. They're actually very good. Interestingly, you'll see differences. If you go to Merriam-Webster Dictionary or Dictionary.com or Cambridge Dictionary, sometimes you will see pronunciation differences. Don't worry about it. That's a great place to learn proper pronunciation of a word. That's, that's really important. But the problem is we don't speak with just words. We speak in sentences. So another really good thing to do is if, if you have a smartphone, then use the audio to text function. So for example, in a Google search, you can read a sentence and Google will type out what you said. And you'll be able to see how good or how bad your pronunciation is. That's not the ultimate test, but it's a very good test. I think if you're not going to go the route of getting a coach or a teacher, those are two things that are going to be really beneficial to you to really upgrade your pronunciation. The Let's Master English Podcast, and I'm your host, Coach Shane. Hello, everybody. This is Coach Shane, and I have a very special podcast today. I was lucky enough to interview Al Sensei. Have you ever heard of Al Sensei? Mm -hmm. Yep. He is one of the famous online English teachers. He's a great guy, and I think... I like this idea of interviewing other English teachers. So if you like this podcast, please let me know, and I'll try and do more of these in the future. Al, any parting words of wisdom? Is there something you can maybe 
a, a, a knowledge bomb, maybe out of your book that you can drop on people, something they can think about before they actually get your book? Absolutely. So whatever you do, always remember this simple three-step process. And this is something that uh, a friend of mine and I discovered as we started teaching in Japan. Basically, it's a very simple process. It's called, I call it the power process. And it's study, practice, perform. Study, practice, perform. Study is your input. So you're reading and you're listening. Your practice is your output, your speaking and your writing. And then perform is when you put it all together and you use it in a real situation. So just remember that three-step process. Study, practice, perform, and keep repeating. And you will definitely level up your English. You will level up your learning and level up your life. I love it. Study, practice, perform. Outstanding advice. Thank you. Thank you so much, Al. You have a fantastic day, and I'm going to do my best to get your book out there to all my listeners. I really appreciate it, Shane. Thanks so much, and good luck, everybody, and we'll see you online. All right. I hope you enjoyed hearing from those amazing teachers, and I hope you put some of those tips into practice right away. Don't delay, and you will definitely see an increase and an improvement on your English for sure, and also Hopefully you take my tips as well. Uh, yes, that was me with the special appearance at the end. All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of the English 2.0 podcast as well as, well, frankly, this year, 2021. So I want to give a big thanks to all of you who have listened, downloaded, watched, and shared the English 2.0 podcast. We did over 260,000 downloads this year. So I'm really, really happy about that. And I really, really appreciate all of you. So let's continue on strong into 2022 on the English 2.0 podcast. And to all of you, I wish you a happy holiday season, a wonderful New Year season. And I look forward to talking and seeing you next year in 2022. Again, go to alsensei.com forward slash idioms. You have one week left to get your 25 hot idioms for this year, and then it'll be gone. So be sure to head over there for free. It's a free PDF, alsensei.com forward slash idioms to get your 25 hot idioms for 2021. I appreciate you guys always remembering to level up your learning. You certainly did that in 2021. And as we move into 2022, keep on leveling up your learning and you will definitely level up your life.